recording. Me too. Karma fam. Hi, Indra. Hi, Tian. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Karma fam. Oh my gosh. So we just recorded an amazing interview with Brian Benny of Family Karma. We did. We spent some time with our new friend. Our new buddy. And new buddy. We're just teasing that because that'll be our episode next week. But this week, we also have another person from Family Karma, the one and only Raj Vaswani, um, who is Monica's dad from the show, who he was featured. Simba's dad. Simba's dad. Simba's dad. (laughs) He was featured pretty, pretty well in the show. Yeah. Sweet as pie. Exactly how you'd imagine. Like what you see on the show is truly what you get in real life over zoom <laughs> for us over zoom um we really like what a wonderful nice person he um we talk a little family karma throughout the conversation but what we invited him on for which was really fun was to recap episodes five and six from the fabulous lives of bollywood lives on netflix now all eight episodes of the first season and um on Instagram. We have two more to go. We have two more to go. And I am seeing the women are filming season two. What? As we speak. You didn't even tell me this. I didn't? Oh, my gosh. No. I Well, I put it on Instagram. Like, they're all over on Instagram. I'm excited. I am really excited. I'm really... I need more stuff like this. You know what I mean? Yes. I need glamour. I need glitter. Mm-hmm. I need... I need chunky. <laughs> chunky. I, need, I just need to say chunky. Like I just, you know. <laughs> it's so funny that like chunk. Well, never, never forget when it's like, okay, so I'm like this white person, right? <laughs> like watching the show and they're like, oh, chunky. And chunky shows up head to toe tie dye. Oh, which again was probably With- designer tie dye worth more than your house, anything. <laughs> my, my house, my all of my closet, like, and so it's like Chunky has forever been he's iconic and he I've is. never even heard. I don't even know one movie he's in. No, but like not one. But Raj. Raj Uncle, I'll call him that because he I brings can't it. Say. He breaks it down. He he has like some more insight into these people because he kind of was more aware of the Bollywood scene in the eighties and nineties. than I think I definitely than I was. And like, so he gives some good context for those of us who don't know as much about these people's background from the show. And it's really, it's just awesome. He had his perspective. Um, he was so lovely. It's such a nice chat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think that's all we really have to tell you other than next week. Make sure you are ready for our episode with Brian Benny. Going to be great. This is huge. Um, I also just want to like pour one out for Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. Oh, you're bringing that into this space. And I appreciate that. And I think and we should have maybe even started the intro. Well, you know, people with this. I mean, it's it's breaking news today. We're recovering. OK, it hit us in the face because Indra and I. Yes. I mean, I don't know if were we fit. I I was a fan of the that couple well we was i think i talked about at least on one episode that ben affleck is like my number one celebrity crush like since i was like 13 years old so and you know i loved jay garn when they were together i love when he was with j-lo and he spoke out about that relationship recently this week Mm -hmm. about this the sexism the misogyny the racism all of it so awful and how basically the paparazzi in the comments ruined their relationship it didn't have like a prayer in heaven so what happened with him and anna i didn't even actually read so i actually don't know um I mean, they they were the COVID couple. They were the COVID. Were the COVID. Like those images? <laughs> the Dunkin' Donuts COVID <laughs> couple. 
If you don't, if we don't in the future reference Dunkin' Donuts, yes, when we talk about this moment in time with this couple, I know. We're not doing our job. No, 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 no. It's going to... It It makes me want to have a cup of Dunkin' right now, <laughs> just talking. What? Does it? You know what I, I mean? It totally does. I, I think Ben is probably just like crying in a bath of donut holes and coffee. And there's nothing I appreciate. Again, former smoker, used to smoke a pack a day. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that makes me happier than... Affleck, Ben Affleck's ripping a butt, uh, masked out, holding a Duncan. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to just put together a little, like the 2020 Ben Affleck p- photo collage. I'm sure it's already been made, but anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, that is what's going on in pop culture. Just a quick porn. We always have to just, we have to add a little pop culture. Just a dip. Um, Just a dip. We also um, are ready for COVID to be over. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We're ready for vaccinations and to go down to Miami and hang out with the 100%. So here we go with our interview with Raj Faswani from Family Karma and also our recap of the fabulous lives of Bollywood Lives. So should we, should I call you Raj uncle or Rajesh uncle? Just Raj, just Raj. <laughs> well, I can't Raj. call you just Raj. There's no way I'm doing that. So <laughs> all brown people everywhere will be like, no way, you cannot call him That's really just Raj. Funny. So Raj uncle, we're so happy to have you. For our listeners who might not know, um, Raj uncle is Monica Vaswani's dad, um, she was saying, actually, when we talked to her, that you get recognized more than she does. Is that true? Wow. We have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's your life been post-season one, um, like with the recognition and stuff like that? Well, because of COVID, I remember the show aired March 4th or something like that, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so COVID had just started. So we were confined to the house. And yeah. it's hard for people to recognize you when you're wearing a mask too, you know, totally. it's been tough, but like I went to Costco in the neighborhood, <laughs> people have recognized me uh-huh. Went to a restaurant the other day and I ran into one of the real housewives of Miami, which was, <gasps> yeah. So Alexia from, from real yeah. of Miami. So that was fun. <laughs> And they're kind of, they're rebooting Miami, I heard. Mm-hmm. I kind of heard that too. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Does oh my Simba gosh. get noticed? Yeah, what about <laughs> Simba? That's my pressing question is, how's Simba doing? Simba's doing great, yeah. He's actually yeah. with Monica right now. He's in the room because Monica oh. works from home. Yeah. So he's good. He's, he's, he's 12 now. Oh, oh my god, I didn't realize he was like he's a senior. Yeah, what a sweetheart in the backyard. He's like a little puppy still. Yeah, there's no no telling that he's 12. Totally. Well, I'm sure he's really enjoyed having you guys home more during the pandemic. (laughs) And I actually also, since we're getting into um, you know, a show that takes place in India. How how does it feel not going back to India? Like, is this the longest you've ever gone, not going back? Well, actually, I don't go to India that often nowadays. Okay. But because um, the last few years after my dad passed away, I've been to India three times already. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in, in the span of two years. So mm-hmm. um, we need to go back because we have a place in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And- you know, to go check up on it and see what's going on if it's still there. <laughs> we don't know. So um, we're excited to go back. Just waiting for I think, yeah. I think at least another six months before we can even think of going back. Definitely, I I think I remember on season one that you were there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I remember you and Monica had a FaceTime call or something, yes. and you were showing her outfits and stuff. Yes. <laughs> I came with suitcases full of clothes for her and me. Yes. Amazing. (laughs) Sorry, Deanna, I cut you off. Oh, I just wanted to know how your family is doing there. In India, everybody's Mm -hmm. okay. We don't really have too much family left in India. Most of my Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles and cousins are all over the world. 
Um, I think we, I only have one cousin that lives in Mumbai and that's about it. Yeah. Um, they're pretty strict in India too. Mumbai was on lockdown again because of the numbers, you know, the population is so big there, but they're pretty strict out there. When they say stay home, they mean it. It's so interesting because India is like everywhere you go, there are people, you know, yeah. especially in a city like Bombay where yeah. it's like, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. Just... <laughs> I know, but it's like you can see how people when they get the order like you need to stay home like that they would actually follow it there <laughs> unlike here. <laughs> Stimulus money or anything like that. Yeah. The mm-hmm. poor the lower poor class is just, you know, really struggling. Really suffering. Yeah. There's a whole movement about it actually. What I'll post a little bit on our Instagram about it for oh, how great. people awareness and stuff because it's been really terrible yeah. for people with less money in India and, you know, losing their jobs and livelihoods and with no other options. So Yeah. And that's why I think this show is this show is so interesting for many reasons, but it's it's interesting like to watch these reality shows uh, pre-COVID, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, just like taking flights. I know. Oh, my like, God. Just no one. It, it's like it's really comforting to yeah. me. Yeah, there was. So, OK, so for our listeners today, we're so excited to be recapping episode five and six of the fabulous lives of Bollywood lives on Netflix. Um, We did a couple recaps of the other episodes earlier. So you can check that out on our podcast feed. But I was like, just really happy to get back to the show. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. What do you Raj, what do you think of it? Um, I, I really enjoyed it because it showed a different view of India. Mm-hmm. Normally, when you see shows of India, they, they don't show this type of lifestyle as much. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually concentrate on, you know, the slums or the, the poverty and things like that. And this was focusing more pretty much like of the royalty of India. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, and we've never been privy to see the homes of these these you know amazing bollywood actors and actresses and to see that was kind of refreshing yeah and so can you confirm that like the people on this show they are in fact like a-listers in bollywood that oh yeah definitely they're all A-listers. yeah like who would you equate who would you equate um like chunky to <laughs> for some for people that are not indian Junkie Pandey was very famous, I believe, like late 80s, early 90s. Okay. And so was Neelam. Oh, my God. I love Neelam. You know, when I was growing up, she was she's gorgeous and she's so oh, yes. beautiful and speaks so beautifully. It's It was really nice to see her trying to mm. come back into, into the theater, to, into the movies again. That's been such a, like, interesting theme mm-hmm. throughout the show. And then I thought it really hit. When she, when they're in Doha and the man at the store approaches her, like, I know you from movies. I thought that was terrifying. (laughs) Okay. So that whole sequence of events, at first I was like, Neelam, like, calm down. This guy just wants to take a picture with you. Like, why are you acting so weird? But you could then when you see him come back at the bar, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, her like spidey sense was like going off. She like could tell that there was something not quite right about. And plus, you know, they were in a different country. Yes. Where Mm. the laws are are different. Mm -hmm. She was more concerned about that because they're very strict about how men interact with women in public and things like that. So yeah, I mean, when I was in Dubai, and I was just like, okay, we we have to really watch our back there and mm. be careful with what we say and do. Do you think any of these women have bodyguards in India? I don't think so. Okay. But, um, they live in these amazing high rise buildings, where yeah. security is very tight. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, like, Neelam is is a Bollywood actress herself, but the others, their husbands are more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe they have some type of security when they're on set or going around. And that's the thing. Who's Seema's husband? Seema's is Sohel Khan. Okay. And can you tell us about him? Because he hasn't really been in the show so much. That's true. He's been yeah. the least featured, I think. They didn't show him too much. And so he's actually 
pretty much royalty too because his brother is Salman Khan. Yeah, who's huge. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so he's well, huge. Salman Khan is like right. a Tom and Hanks. Then also, uh, let's see. You know, she's also a fashion designer, so deals with all of these movie stars and and wealthy people. So mm-hmm. um, they, I don't think Sohail Khan was in too many movies. I don't quote me on that exactly, but mm-hmm. I didn't I, recognize him. Really. I didn't, but like he definitely has that Bollywood look. Like he's right. like super muscle man, like right. totally. And right. like their their marriage seems the most kind of like they're just married because they're married, but they don't live together anymore. And it seems like they live kind of separate lives yeah. in general. They didn't touch on on that too much. Like, are mm-hmm. they divorced or not? Or I, I, didn't I know. Know. I wish they had gone into that a little bit more. So but... I'm just going to be the white person that digs. <laughs> like, Mahib's husband's huge. Mahib's husband, yes. Yeah. Sanjay? Okay. Yes. He's I really mean, big. He's very big. His brother is huge, Anil Kapoor. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bollywood, you know, royalty there. Um, Sanjay Kapoor has been in quite a few films. I don't think that many now, you know, time Mm -hmm. has gone by, but he did mention in the show that he's working with Karan Johar on a project with him also. So Karan was the guy who had lunch with them in like the second episode. Is that the same Karan or is, okay. So when he was talking about nepotism, I wasn't totally Mm. following what was going on there. Was it like, you know, Karan is a friend and I'm kind of riding off his coattails. Like I didn't even really know what he was celebrating. (laughs) About a year or two ago, there was a whole big issue in, in India in Bollywood uh, movies about nepotism how okay you were a child or family member of a uh, of an a-list star then you got into the movies but if you were just fresh off you know and and didn't know anybody you wouldn't get in and as easily okay a huge conflict about that and mm-hmm. you know my view on that is that if you're going to be a famous movie star's child of course, you're going to get an easier because, yeah, you know, people want to see that too. You know, like, like let's say for for instance, you know, Amita Bachchan's kids. You know, yeah, you mm-hmm. see them. You know, so it's it is easier. But I look at it that, that the parents led the pathway for them. Yeah, and that happens in the U.S. too. That's, I mean, that's so apparent in the yeah. U.S. But there was a huge deal about that. Um, it is it is more pronounced, I think, in Bollywood, though. I mean, it's like... Yeah, I can't be- believe how many people you guys are yeah. connecting. Like, I didn't know it was like this at all. Oh, they're all related. It's true. And and, and now you're seeing sh- with Shania and Ananya, right. the daughters of Bhavna mm-hmm. and Mahip, like, they're now, like, the next generation of Bollywood. Like, they're huge already. And... Exactly. It's definitely because of where they come from. It's not because they're not like talented or beautiful or whatever they are, but it's right. like, but you're so right, Raj Uncle, that like, you know, you're, if your parents are doing that, like, just like any profession, like, you know, a lot of people who are lawyers, like their kids mm-hmm. might get into the law profession right. more easily and things and, like that. And it's not that every child of, of that person is going to go into Bollywood movies. They may not want to do mm-hmm. too. So, you know, it's to their own, right? Right. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, okay, so some of the other things that happened in these episodes. What did you guys think of the beach cleanup scene? <laughs> I couldn't believe how much garbage there is. Oh, I actually, like, I'm glad you mentioned that because the minute you step into an Indian city, the first thing you'll notice is there's garbage everywhere like Mm -hmm. litter is a huge issue and I've actually never been to a beach in Bombay because I'm like what's the point they're probably Mm. all junk you know and I don't know what is that true like are there beaches there that you can go to and like lay out and hang out in um well, like if you go to Goa, yes, it's beautiful there. They're all pristine beaches and you know five star hotels and things. But in Mumbai, I've been to Jew Beach and it's it's pretty clean there. And then um, Chopati, which is at Marine Drive, uh, we can actually see Chopati and Marine Drive from our home in India. 
Oh, nice. Like, okay. And it's pretty clean there. You know, there are times where, you know, there's, there is going to be a mess. And I think the infrastructure in India is not as to where it should be because of the population. They just can't keep up with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the population is so intense that it's like... Well, Indra, do you know when I'm watching this, I keep thinking of what you're telling me? Because, you know, in New York City, um, like celebrities are walking around everywhere. Rich people right. are walking around. Mm-hmm. And you, you were telling me that the, these these women and all these families are not really walking. No. They, they have their own cars and drivers. <laughs> yeah, cars and drivers. Like anyone of a certain class has a full-time driver yeah. that takes them everywhere. And if you want to go walking, you have to belong to like a club or an area where you can go and take right. a walk. Within, within the confines of your compound, like where we live, yes. we have a huge compound of, of um, five buildings and it's it's completely gated with security. So it's very easy to, to go inside and walk around. We have our own um, walking area for everybody too and a jogging path. So, you know, it just, it depends on wh- which area you live in. But they're not going across the street to go to the Dwayne Reed. No. Or CBS. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, that, and that is a huge difference. I think you don't see that just in India, but in a lot of the developing world is that unfortunately, like yeah. the higher classes are kind of cordoned off from the lower classes, from like, you know, outside and dirt. And in this case, like there is litter everywhere. I mean, the amount yeah. of trash on the streets in India is it's it's everywhere. And so I think, you know, the beach cleanup thing was like, it's great that they were doing it. And it, I wish if more people did that, maybe it would help. But it's like, you think about all these things like on the beach that they're in the ocean, like polluting all the wildlife and, um, well, and the the fact that they were saying they do it every Saturday or whatever. And there was that much yeah. garbage. Yeah. Yeah. For like a week's but, worth. But they brought I it up know. though. Cause that's a good way to, to talk about these issues. And I, I will say though, in Mumbai has gotten a lot better. Um, it, it, it has completely changed, but not, to where it should be exactly. Why do you think so? What was that change that um, happened? I believe I'm not too uh, familiar with the government or that much in India, but mm-hmm. I believe when Modi became prime minister, he did a lot of initiatives to change these these things. Like you know, he also did the 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 restrooms, public restrooms. There aren't mm. that many out there, and you know, people no. do. They're going on the streets then, so. Um, mm-hmm. promoted right. that and also having a cleaner India. And so because of that, those promotions that he, he did, things are changing finally. Yes. And it's not just litter. I mean, I think carbon emissions oh, are a huge or- issue. And so right, I could see that. like, you know, they've, they've tried to make all of the like, you know, the rickshaw taxis, like emission free yeah. and stuff like that to try and reduce. Cause I mean, you think the smog in Denver is bad? Like, oh, that's not you have no idea. I was so naive. I was like, it's so cloudy. And my husband's like, that's smog. <laughs> no, but like in like if you drive around Bombay, like on a bad day and a bad pollution day, you'll be like very close to like a high rise building and you won't really be able to see it. That is yeah. wild. Uh, yeah. Well, last every day on my phone i would check the weather and it would say very unhealthy air quality <laughs> so that's like a really right. crazy but that's like Mumbai crazy and, and delhi you know the higher populated areas but if you go to the other areas where there's not that much population it's beautiful there's no pollution yeah. Yeah. it's not as as uh, dirty either you know it's just these kind of, these cities are just overpopulated i mean it's a gorgeous city yeah there's a lot of nice areas a lot of temples that you can visit and um mm-hmm. from from the india gate in in kolaba which we can see from our home actually wow yeah the the um the little boats to take you to the elephanta caves and a lot of culture in, in india 
Yeah, there's a lot of beauty in it. It's um, it's just so different yeah. from the U.S. Right. So, you know, that is something. And when we're seeing these women's lives, I mean, we only see, I think you noted in one of our earlier episodes, Deanna, that like we see them inside so much. And that's yeah, because... that was that was I was confused about why they were in their apartment so much. Let's see. Then so then Mahip and Sanjay met for a drink and we kind of talked about the nepotism right. thing and whatever. And they sort of addressed the like I I love Mahip I think she's my favorite yeah. she's my favorite she's so like says exactly what she's thinking and feeling she's like like when later on when Neelam was like you know do you think you ever could have gotten into acting if you hadn't gotten married so young and she was like yeah I think I could have but and <laughs> Neelam was like well are you interested now and she's like Fuck no. No I'm not way. No way. She's a fantastic life. No. Oh, I know. Their I lives know. are fantastic. And I love how she was just like, no way. I'm like, let me do me. I'm happy. And I loved how she was just like, Sanjay, you were being such an idiot about that MILF conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uncomfortable for them. <laughs> she was like, I think it's a compliment. Mm. I don't know what's up with you. But then there was the cooking class with... So do you know who that woman Naveena was, Navina? Oh my god, she, was with? she is an icon, actually. Yes. Okay. She, did, she was in a lot of Bollywood movies. Um, there's a, a movie I can't remember the name of it, but there's a song that she did with Akshay Kumar. He's a buddy, had must must do cheese. Oh yeah, I know that song. Okay, so she was in that movie and she danced to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's amazing. And um she's actually she's stunning. She's gorgeous. Very nineties. That's what she said. She's like, I was a nineties icon. Neelam was an eighties icon. And it seems like she's kind of taken a backseat and she's okay Uh, with it. The sound is that when when the the actresses get married, they end up taking a backseat because then they want a family, they want children. So they're into the yeah. movies anymore and they kind of really completely take a backseat and I think now some mm. of them are are reviving their their careers like I think so what do you think I think ne- Deanna and I feel like Neelam really doesn't want to act <laughs> I, I wish she doesn't would because I think she's very nice I, I I she's incredible would Neelam be on a television show too or all these people are just doing movies I, it's movies. just movies it's different okay. careers, I think. Okay. And I think it's like that here, too, in, in the States. You know, either you're doing TV or the yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. I think it's changing a little bit now with, with like, like Netflix, big budget. And HBO, HBO and like these higher right. profile TV outlets. But totally, I think that's true. Neelam, like, I think she's so gorgeous. Oh, she's they so all gorgeous. are. I like <laughs> but I love, I love how, like... In their conversation at the cooking. First of all, I love that they were like, we don't actually want to cook anything. (laughs) You just do it for us. But I also love that they were like, you know, I'm like talking to these people and they like want me to do an audition for a movie. Like, are you kidding? (laughs) The point was handed to them the role. You know, they didn't have to audition for it. They just got it. Yeah, they're like, you've seen me in this big hit movie. You know who I am. Like, just hire me. I thought it was interesting how... um, Neelam was scouted, basically. Yeah. Oh, you mean when she was 15? Yeah, she was scouted. Someone saw her in yeah. the building. And I'm not, I don't remember who and was like, oh, I want you to play yeah, this part. She said part. the person's name, but I didn't recognize who that was. Um, I thought that was an interesting conversation, how Mahip was like, well, you know, and and Neelam in that same conversation said, you know, going through what I went to, would I want my daughter right. Ahana to get into this? And she said, no. Yeah. And and then Mahip was like, well, I've watched Sanjay go through it. I know how hard it is. And I'm kind of like, I'm sure Sanjay faced a lot of things, but like Neelam was a 15 year old girl who grew up in this industry, like. The things that she must have experienced oh as gosh. a young woman in the Bollywood in the 80s. industry. Yeah. I just, I don't even, 
I mean, she probably has some pretty intense stories. So I was kind right. of like, Mahip, I don't think you actually know <laughs> what she yeah. went through, but they were trying to relate. I think sometimes it's like, you know, when you're a parent, which we all are, it's like you want to, it, it's sometimes hard to think about those things with your kid, because especially with Mahip's daughter, um, Shania getting into, she wants yeah. to be an actress. Right. So, you know, maybe she just can't think about that because it's too close to home. That's a really yeah. good point. That's a really good point. Well, it's amazing, like, where how social media is taking you know, the next, I don't want to say nepotism, but the next generation and just exposing them right away. Yes. Raj, you've seen it probably with Monica, like, you know, social media makes you so accessible. And it it um, can, it's a good thing and a bad thing too. be a little careful with what you post. mm -hmm. Um, You have to think twice because you don't want to offend anybody here. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, you have to be politically correct otherwise if you say something wrong it can totally ruin your career too do you ever get i'm sorry i'm asking a parent um just because your daughter's in the public spotlight do you ever get worried about things regarding because she's so out there like i couldn't imagine being a parent and it was um a bit of a an issue with me in the beginning but i think well you know the show released during covid so we're stuck at home we don't have to worry too much yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but again, Monica's a very sensible, yeah, yeah, very smart as far as how to handle herself. You know, she doesn't put herself out there for a lot of things that she's not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. What what her limits are, and you know, so hopefully, you know, everything will be okay once we are done with COVID, and I'm sure they're going to be going out on press tours and. All kinds right. of things, you know, yeah. but um, I, I do, you know, sometimes worry at night, like what's going to happen, you of know, <laughs> job, right? You worry about your children and you're concerned for them 24 seven. Exactly. Totally. Well, from where I'm sitting, I mean, Monica, as you say, she just, she has such, she has so much sense. She has such right. a like, good head on her so- shoulders. Yeah, yeah, I'm very and... proud of her. Monica is just a very, loving person who doesn't mm-hmm. deal with negativity she you know mm. she she her circle of friends and people that she interacts with are all like that and they're just amazing people that uplift each other and help each other do you feel like she got that quality from you um or do you feel like you're like that a little bit i think she's a combination yeah. of of me and her mom mm-hmm. is is very um well-spoken to. I'm more of the shy one, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So Monica got a good balance of both. But also, I think what was important was I've always encouraged Monica to do whatever she wants to do. And I've never, ever discouraged her for anything. And I've always supported anything she wanted to do. When the question of family karma came out, she's like, Daddy, should I do it? You know, this is reality TV. We're putting everything Mm -hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. just do it you know life's too- you said do it yeah i i encouraged her without thinking not twice. even i just you know mm. this is an amazing platform yes mm-hmm. and whether you're on it for one season or 20 seasons it's going to lead into something else which i think will be amazing for you and this is she likes this she likes bollywood dancing and and you know, so yeah. this is a great avenue for her. Yeah. And so before Family Karma started, like, were you, do you watch like bra- other Bravo shows? Like, were you aware of what kind of oh, Bravo yeah. universe was like? Bravo okay. fans. We both watched The yeah, Housewives okay. together. Oh, love it. <laughs> yes. So like, I mean, and that can be scary too, because, you know, we we see these women on these shows sometimes like getting ripped apart on social media or like really, you know, some unflattering things coming out or like stories getting twisted and stuff. So I think it's really, I think what we're so, and we say this all the time is that family karma has kind of like taken the Bravo drama and like, there's still drama on Mm -hmm. the show, but it's not, it's not so like nasty and like like insidious. I I enjoy it because it's, you know, every, every show has their own type of feeling. Mm -hmm. And and this isn't the housewives kind type of setup, 
there is a little bit of trauma, you're yeah. right. But it's more about the families and the culture. I mean, the is family right. karma, you know, so that yes, nastiness right. too much. We want to show the parents and the grandparents and everything. So, well, and that's never that's never been done. I know you said this, but I'll repeat again: this has never been done before. Exactly. On Bravo. Yeah, and um, it's it's refreshing. And I, it is refreshing. One of my favorite shows is Chris Lee Knows Best. Such a great show because it shows you know the life of this family that's kooky and and fun and mm-hmm. you know it's very light to watch. And sometimes you don't need to see a lot of drama. You want to be lifted no. when you watch something at least <laughs> totally and and you know family karma is also serving this very important purpose i think of like introducing american audiences to indian american culture which right. is you know not something we've really seen ever on other tv show reality tv shows in exactly. the states so well it's like when have diwali been shown ever in american reality i i had i had no idea yeah, what it was never seen it. No. yeah and um unfortunately we didn't get to showcase holy during mm-hmm. yeah because it wasn't during that time but that would be also a great thing hopefully you know they get to we we get to share that holy's in the spring usually so and deanna you've probably seen that like when the colors and stuff are thrown yes and paint and stuff yeah that's holy that's so much fun (laughs) and so everyone does that the color i i'm so naive like i don't know so oh yeah it's a huge holiday in india and here in in south florida we have a huge event or holy, and it's like the Gujaratis have their own, the Punjabis <laughs> have their own, because it's just so many people. You can't do it all at the same time. And so, how long have you been in Miami for? Um, I've been in Miami since 1992. We were. I grew up in Texas. I grew up in San Antonio the whole time. Were you born in San Antonio? No, actually, I was born in Mumbai. Mm. Oh, okay. It was actually, believe it or not, I was born not too far away from Mahim Beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but I was very little and my parents moved to Hong Kong. Okay. We lived in Hong Kong for seven years. And then in 1972, we moved to the United States. We got our green cards, which was so great. So you kind of can relate to Neelam's journey because didn't she grow up in Hong Kong as well? She grew up in Hong Kong, yes. Yeah, it's so interesting because like my cousin lives in Hong Kong too. It, yeah, there's definitely oh, like really? a connection between Indians and Hong Kong, <laughs> it seems. Oh, yeah. Hong Kong is, 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 has yeah. a lot of Indians there. I mean, I'm from the 60s. Actually. Is that so, why Neelam's and, accent is a bit a different? British? Yeah, because it's British, exactly. Because Hong Kong used to be British territory. So they we, we went to mm-hmm. British schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so then Mahip, oh, sorry, Seema meets with Jacqueline Fernandez, who I actually don't know who she is. The one who she did like a photo shoot in SEMA's clothing. Yeah, I was like 32 million Instagram yeah. followers. I have no <laughs> idea who she is. Yeah. Jacqueline Fernandez is, uh, she's gorgeous, first of all. Right. Yes. And she's been in a lot of movies within the last, I, I would say, okay, five Okay, so or that's six why years. I'm not as familiar because I, I haven't seen a lot of recent Bollywood. Yeah. Um, I, I watch, I actually watch more of the songs than the movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When the movie comes out, we watch the songs first. And if we like, yeah. them, then we'll watch the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's been in a lot of big hit songs. Uh huh. Okay. Chitliya Kalaya. I don't know if you've Chitliya Kalaya. That was a great song that came out a couple of years ago. Probably if I heard it, I would know yeah. it. And she just, uh, a few months ago, she did a song with uh, Bacha and mm-hmm. uh, Fool. The video is amazing. So she's very, very famous right now. And she is okay. following, like you were saying, 32 million people. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She, she kind of had like a an American accent. That's what I, I wanted to ask. I, I think she grew up here. She must have because. Yeah. Very Americanized yeah. accent. I just love the thing I love about Seema is that she's like. She's like obviously in this like elite class of Bollywood wives and whatever, but she's just like a she's such a fan girl. I love <laughs> like, it. 
That's something she's I like, so appreciate. She's like always talking about the Kardashians and like just like I'm so impressed with her Instagram followers and so I was just like, this is so cute. I love yeah. you. <laughs> it's amazing how much the the shows in America influence. Mm-hmm. Right, which is something we don't realize living here. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And and now that Netflix, this show's on Netflix, the whole world yes. can see this show. Yeah. Well, has Family Karma aired in India yet? No, unfortunately. Um, not What's yet. going on with that? But we heard, so Bravo or NBC owns the network in Australia okay. and New Zealand. The show was aired oh. then, there. And Recently, they announced that it's being shown in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Okay. So getting closer. <laughs> getting closer. This is so, so wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had so many people uh, messaging us from India and London. Yeah. Like, we can't watch it. And for some reason, the Bravo TV doesn't, like, the website doesn't work over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought, you know, maybe they could just log on and see it. They can't. Well, I think Bravo maybe is missing an opportunity. That's what I'm talking about. India has over a billion people who would be watching this show. <laughs> so hopefully they will get it. Do you know that we we actually on Twitter, we get asked how to watch it in different countries. I've been asked about the UK. We do. Not India, yeah. Um, yeah. South America. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry. I have no idea. I heard the episodes are available on Amazon. Oh, interesting. You can buy them. Buy them. Yeah. Not available on Amazon in India. I yeah. don't understand. Oh, works, but yeah, that is frustrating. Super frustrating. So, but anyway, okay. So then, Bhavana. Okay, so what did you think of Bhavana's little conversation with Ananya? I was looking at her outfit actually the whole time. Yeah, I was. I was confused. It was. It was very cute. It was like a sh- oversized shirt with a like a plastic shirt skirt right mini skirt yeah she looked amazing I thought she looked cute yeah i think like so bob and i was talking about like how she worries about her daughter and how like she never flies right. with her husband anymore in case something happens and like bovina like i see so much of myself in her she is such <laughs> a hypochondriac <laughs> She has so much anxiety about these things. And I'm like, I see you. I see you. Yeah. Like, would you and Patrick fly together, though? Well, yes, I'm not that level. But like the plastic surge, like the Botox stuff that she was afraid of. And then when I saw them getting ready to go on those like plane things, I was like, Bavana is like <laughs> crapping her pants right now. Yeah. <laughs> but she used to be a, a stewardess, a flight attendant. Which is very... So how did yeah. her and her husband meet? I don't think they discussed that. Probably just like through the Indian elite class. Yeah. I would think. Because she was never an actress herself, no. it seems like. It seems like these actors who have these beautiful wives, like they just, you know, they're all ran in the same circles. Yeah. And- so you know how you hear about in America, um, like... So in 90210, I read that (laughs) Luke Perry was like working, like doing parking lots and stuff like that and repaving them. And then he got the role in 90210. Wait, did they just like see him and they were like, I don't know. That's what I heard. (laughs) Um, But like, does that happen like in Bollywood, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, like, so you have someone who's from not from the. There's been a lot of actors that have come from. Nothing. Okay. It's amazing stardom, I believe. I can't remember exactly who it was. Wasn't it Shah Rukh Khan? Was that, was, he was like that too? That I don't actually- know his backstory, but I mean, if he came from nothing, like he really hit the jackpot because he's yeah. so, I mean, I th- so I think we're going to see him later. I know you've watched the whole show, Rajanko, yeah. but we haven't yet. But they keep talking about his wife, Gauri, is ha- going to have a party. And I think he's right, going right. to show up. a little preview on, yeah. on the end so, of this episode, actually. So, like, he is absolutely Bollywood royalty. Mm. I mean, you know, yeah. just worldwide. And so, I don't know. I just, I think, like, 
Bhavana. I, what I really like about the wives, and we've said this before, is that they all are like, they're such like sincere mothers. Like right. they just care about their children so much in a way that sometimes I like miss that on right. some of the American housewives shows. Oh yeah, 100%. You can name like the housewives like of all the series on one hand that like really care about their kids have that mothering thing yeah no and that sounds terrible I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble but like that's the thing that I didn't even understand about um like Indian culture is just like how important family is yes you're right that is very important and I'm I'm very lucky to have that in me also that my parents Mm. So I'm kind of also doing the same thing with Monica. And yeah, I think when you have daughters, you're a little more concerned with their future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Married and settle down and then you don't have to stress over it too much. The boys, you know, they'll do whatever they want. And they'll find a wife or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the girls, you do, you do have that over your head, you know, please God, you know, let them settle down into a good home. Yeah. Right. I don't want Monica to be in an arranged marriage. You know, she'll find her own. You know, we live in America, you mm-hmm. know. But, um, and I think that's changing in India, too. It's not the arranged marriage mm-hmm. as much as it used to be. Yeah. But then there's also kind of a switch on this side. Like when we see an Indian matchmaking, mm. all yes. these first generation Indian kids who are like, well, I'm not having success on my own. So sure, I'll use a matchmaker and right. like see what right. happens. And yeah. I think of it as like a like a tailor made dating service almost. Right. You know? It's like a vir- it's like a virtual or non virtual like dating app. Totally. Like I mean my parents like my mom didn't have to marry my dad. They had an arranged marriage, but mm. she met like I mean, I think she met like over twenty men or something wow. before she was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna marry that one, you know? So I did the same. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right. Tell us about your like Do you thing. feel comfortable? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, me and my mom went to India one summer. We were li- we lived in St. Thomas at the time in the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my mom's like, "Oh, how about you know I show you I we get this matchmaker and and you you t- you know take a look." I said, "All right, you know, no problem." So I actually saw probably fifteen. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, and believe it or not, I went to the first girl I met. <gasps> Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it, it was scary because we didn't yeah. know, I didn't know her. I didn't know her family or anything about this family. And then from the pre-engagement to the wedding day, mm-hmm. kind of three weeks, that was it. Oh, my wow. God. <laughs> That's how it is, though. It's so fast. Yeah. It was it was a quick wedding. And I mean, we had a, a fantastic wedding and everything. So. And this all happened on your trip to India? Yeah. Oh, wow. my God. That is why. Okay, that's pretty, like, because my mom at least was living in India, you know. And then, yeah. of course, she, like, moved yeah. to the States with my dad. I guess my dad did the same thing, though. He came back to India for a trip yes. to meet a wife and marry her. Exactly. Yeah. So that's wild. That's wild. Wow. It, it is wild and it's 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 scary because you know nothing about this person. Yeah, totally. And so it, that's the way the Indian culture is. You mm-hmm. learn to love that person after marriage. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of forced to really make things work out. Definitely. In the, in the opposite direction, you know, you know everything about this person before you even get married. And then either it works or you get sick of them, you yeah. know? <laughs> Totally. And I mean, you know, there are things that kind of do can help arranged marriages work in that like, you know, it's not like, oh, here's a random person for you to meet. It's like, oh, you know, their families know each other. or They come from a similar background or there's things that they would understand about each other. And, you know, for any of us who have been in long relationships, you find out that like your values and kind of things like that matching up matters almost more in the long term than like 
am I madly in love with this person? Like, you know, that obviously that matters as well, but it's like, what are the building blocks that make a marriage work long-term? Exactly. And you know, in, in Indian arranged marriages, the most important thing before even two people see each other Mm -hmm. is the matchmakers. The pundit actually has to look at your horoscopes. Right. (laughs) I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed. You know, if those horoscopes don't match, like if if they're not compatible, forget it. You're not meeting that person. Oh, no. And you're not getting married on a non-auspicious day either. Right. (laughs) Parents, when when the parents find out that that the, they they call it the kundali, you know, the horoscope, Mm -hmm. if they don't match, they're like, oh, no, forget it. (laughs) Not a one. I'm like, okay. I, I I love all this stuff. I find it just so fascinating. And um, yeah. who was the guy, like an Indian matchmaker? There was the guy that read faces. I've never seen that. Yeah, that um, would I hadn't seen that I, either. I I kept saying I wanted that job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like pay me. I will look at pictures. I will try yeah, to read was, who that, that person really cool. is. I've seen. I've I've dealt with the the palm readers. Yes. And, yes. and, and the, the horoscope is the most popular thing in India where they match up. 100%. That That's definitely something that you'll see a lot. Um, yeah. So are you are you doing astrology right now? Like are both of you or is that in your, in both of your life? No. Indra, you? No, no. No, not really. Okay, okay. That's never been a part of my life. I mean, I don't think that was a part of my parents' marriage actually, mm-hmm. but it is often something that's taken into consideration. The auspicious date thing is definitely. That's very thing. important. The yeah. date and the time. Yes. You gotta, maybe when he tells you to. Yeah. Also. It might be like 3 a.m. and they're like doing the ceremony at 3 a.m. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So, um, okay. So then the end of episode five is they're all getting ready to go on their trip. And um so Seema is freaking out on the plane. And I don't blame her. <laughs> I'm not a plane person. And like, she wanted to take some melatonin, but my heap was like, no. I, I, I know. I Why against that? all those pills? <laughs> yeah. And the weird thing is, it's only a three-hour flight. It's I know. Like- <laughs> I was like- we were trying to figure out. So uh, my partner and I, he'd never watched the show, and he came in hot at like season five and i was like so is this like california to new york (laughs) no it's shorter than that that flight yeah that's like that's an easy flight it will not it's a long haul oh my gosh totally i was like if they were coming to america maybe i'd understand they were like going to basically like japan that distance (laughs) with the way like literally it's a three or three and a half hour flight i'm like oh god my gosh it was so funny and i the denim jackets, the matching denim jackets. Oh, oh nice. my gosh. I was I like, I think they have so much fun. I think it's also really important, um, which that not to bash the housewives because Yeah. We love them. A, we love the housewives. Uh, they to me are everything. <laughs> but seeing these group of women mm-hmm. not bash each other and yeah. come together with friendship. Yes. I was just going to say and that support. I love that because I think there was only one issue at that first dinner right. when they yes. got on where they had a little bit of a blow up and that was it. But the entire, all the episodes have been fun. Mm-hmm. They cuss a lot, but yes. it's all fun. You know, it's not like, it's not like insulting them. They all no. laugh. You know, I, I remember they called one of them called the other one a cow and they were just laughing after it. <laughs> it wasn't an insult. It was right. just fun. And these are, these are friendships that have been forged for 25 years. Oh, they're yeah. like, it's incredible. And they're all so connected. Like you, you don't want to step on anybody's toes in these, in this. Well, I was just going to say, Deanna, you texted me maybe when you were watching earlier today or yesterday and you're like, you know, the way that, everyone kind of like speaks really loudly and over each other mm-hmm. and kind of whatever she said, it reminded you of your Italian background. And I was like, yeah, I'm so glad just, that you get that. Yeah. And yeah. the way that- Italian Americans talk to each other, it sounds like we're yelling at each other, <laughs> but it's just, 
that's the way you're just talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and that's how these women are. They like they give it to each other. They kind of like it seems like they're yelling at each other, but they're just having fun. They're and having that's just how so they are. much fun. Yeah. And that's what I liked about the show is that they, they, they captured the sense of Indians because Indians are pretty much very happy, positive people. Yeah. And, and they portrayed that very well. And, you know, they didn't have to. They could have created drama or whatever in a different direction and and really opened up their lives for us to see which was really i mean my experience of indian culture is like we if there's drama we don't get hung up on it you know like you avoid it yeah you avoid it or you like yell about it a little and then it's over you know it's (laughs) (laughs) and so i think that that's like you know, on the other Housewives franchises, like they'll take one little dramatic misunderstanding and blow it in, up into an entire season. And it's like, yeah. ugh, it's a little tedious. So it is refreshing. That's their formula for each show. Yes, it they is. They beat that horse to death until it turns into glue. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, okay. So then let's see. They, they show up at that hotel, which was amazing. And I want to be there next. <laughs> I know. Shark Khan has slept there. JLo has slept I there. I know. I love how, like, there's always one person on these trips, on the housewives and on this, that, like, they need to have the room to themselves with the big bed. Like it, there's, it's always a thing. And of course it was It's Neelam. always with the housewives, <laughs> housewives, right? Like who's going to get like Beverly Hills. It's Lisa Vanderpump. Um, yeah. And here New York, it's Ramona. Mm-hmm. And, and here Luann. it's Neelam. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and she's just like, whatever. Yeah. I want my own space. Like screw all of you. <laughs> Which I'm like, uh, Bhavana because I get scared of ghosts and being in large spaces alone so I would want to share a room to yeah. be totally honest totally um, let's see what else did- so then there was the paratrikes and I thought it was hilarious how <laughs> I think it was Neelam was like so I saw them coming up and I was like oh they're like fancy rickshaws <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, oh, the flying rickshaw is landing. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Would you go in one of those? Sure, why not? Oh my gosh. I think I would I I think I would be like Bavana. That's not my thing. I think I would do that over bungee jumping. That's just a little I agree. I agree with that. Something and it's got, you know, a fan blowing or something that's got you. But a bungee, no. But then I mean did it give you a little bit of pause when they were like, oh, the thing isn't working because there was a small rock? That got yeah, weird. <laughs> and I agree. That's a sign. That's a sign. Yeah, that is a sign. Yeah. Bhavana's like, hell no, I'm not no. doing this. Um, but that was cute. I thought that was kind of a fun thing that they did. And then and then, of course, the the episode kind of ends they go shopping yeah. we already talked about neelam the like stalker. gets her picture taken with one of the shop boys and then he shows up at their drinks later and it was weird it was definitely was weird yeah. are they gonna get into that more in the coming episodes yes Oh, okay. So we're, Deanna and I are like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Um, We're going to do, we're going to definitely recap the end of the show. And then hopefully, I don't, uh, Raj Uncle, have you heard anything about a season two or? Um, Stay tuned. Yeah. (gasps) That's, that's, you know, we're, we're praying for it. Yeah. And the, the feedback has been amazing that everybody wants a season two. So, you know. Let's see what happens. I think COVID has really pushed things yeah. back quite yeah. a bit. It's really delayed a lot of things. We just have to wait and see, wait patiently and hear you know, what's going on. Yes, totally. But if it comes our way, we'd be happy to do it and, and are excited. Yeah, totally. Overall, do you have any other comments about the fabulous lives of Bollywood Lives? <laughs> um, I hope they get a season two. Yeah, that Me would too. be great. <laughs> and I think they will. That would, be, I I think they need to open up a little more about each of their their lives. We saw just a glimpse of it, and see, it would be nice to see it. And that was some criticism that Deanna, I think you were reading a lot of 
at the start really? was that people mm-hmm. were kind of saying like we're not getting enough of these right. women's lives to make it interesting and right i like fluff this though. was like an introduction yeah and i like right? fluff during COVID. yeah i liked it and remember there were uh, i think it's a total of eight episodes only yeah which is not very uh, much and they were half hour episodes totally right? so you can't too much in, in a half hour. Totally. And I, which was my complaint about family karma. I know. I it was like but at least ours were an hour long. That's, <laughs> that's true. true. That's but it was true. like the when I saw when it was like the eighth episode and I was like, huh? I know. This I couldn't believe bravo. it. <laughs> I got we got a lot of feedback. Why only eight episodes? You know, we want I more. Know. Yeah. But it, Season one, it's like, you know, it's like a teaser. Mm-hmm. They want to show and see what the feedback and the ratings are. Yeah. They invest into another season, I guess. Yeah. Right? Shows aren't cheap to make, so. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, all that stuff is really, I mean, you often see that. I've noticed, like, the first seasons of many Bravo shows, especially, in, like, non-Housewives yes. shows, they'll do, like, a, you know, eight to three. 12 episode season just to try it out and then take it from right. there. So, yeah. I mean, season one was fabulous. I loved Thank every you. episode. It's, really great. it's like, I love going back and like revisiting all the moments. It was just Me so too. like funny and I love everyone on the show and it's just, it's so great. Like it's so great how featured you were and the right. other parents were and the grandparents and the dogs. <laughs> well, I think I think there's like, you know, it was we looking back because it's been a while, right? Yeah, it was a moment of such uncertainty in everyone's life and knowing you you could go to that family karma space and mm-hmm. have that. And it's not yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the stress of everyday life and the uncertainty. I feel like that's why I feel so much attached to it because it got yeah. me through the first like eight weeks or so. Totally. Yeah. What people love, they said this was perfect timing because mm-hmm. COVID just he was stuck at home. So they were watching it. And I have to say one thing though, everybody kept asking us, um, is it scripted? Oh, really? For all reality shows, like, is this scripted? Wow. And Honest to God, it's not scripted. Oh, I didn't think it was scripted for a second. Yeah. There's, it's all completely natural and you just kind of, at the spur of the moment, you come up with something to talk to and uh, talk about and it just goes from there. And after a while, you don't even know the cameras were there. Also, like, what does scripted really mean? It's like for a reality TV show, you know? Right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't scripted at all, like, you know, talk about this or do this. It was just completely natural. And that's what I loved about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you're really seeing the true person, the personalities of every person on the show. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we loved it. It was just we like, did. I, and I've said this so many times, but I'll say it one more time that it was just like, such a thrill to see like my culture on an American reality TV screen and like, wow, like the things I could relate to and like the little things that like maybe only I would understand as someone from the Indian American community, like seeing it on like a big network on TV is so cool. So yeah, that is where they said this is the first show in America with an all Indian cast. Yeah. That's amazing. So, you know, we're opening up the doors for right. other Indians to come into this area of, of this type of uh, show. And hopefully, you know, just it opens doors for a lot of people. Yes. And people can see that, you know, we are an amazing popul- uh, race that, you know, our culture is so cool. It's not... Uh, it's not what certain people may think it is. Yes. You know, because right. people have notions about certain races or, or cultures. And it just, it shows everybody that we are an amazing world and that we are all equal mm-hmm. and we have to yeah. love and respect each other. That's so true. It's like, I think there's so many preconceptions about my, 
all minorities in America. Um, but the only way you get past those things is by seeing the real stories of mm-hmm. the people who live those lives. Talk about it, have an open dialogue and, and just create love from within. And that's the most important thing I think is like, we have to learn to love each other. Yes. In this day and age, there's a lot of right. division going on in the country. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to, we need to step back and see who we are first. Yes. Yeah. Individually and, and start to love yourself. Then you can love others. That's yeah. just how I feel. That's such a beautiful message and something that is so relevant right now. Mm-hmm. So relevant. It, is. it really is. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so thank much, you so Raj much. Uncle. This is like such a we treat had for so us. So much fun. I'm, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for having me and good luck with, with the rest of your podcast. And thank I, you. I listen to Y'all are great. Oh, thank you. Very light and funny. And, and I wish you all the success. Wonderful. And we'll have to have you back sometime. Yes. Sure. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs>